Hey, hey, it's Nelvin Medora here with a Swipes email for Friday, December 30th, 2022. And by the way, quick, quick note, if you want to join the copywriting course for all of 2023 for 40% off the whole year, that's learning, training, implementing, practicing, learning advanced tactics, talking to me directly on office hours, getting feedback in our members area for myself and the writers and the rest of the community, then join, use the coupon code and email and you'll get 40% off the entire year. Pretty, pretty great deal. I suggest you go do it now. Copywritingcourse.com slash join. Anyways, let's get started with a swipe. So this is the ad I've chose. It's a BF Goodrich tubeless tire ad. And I really like this ad because the headline copy and image work together really nicely to show that your tires are the only part of your car that actually touch the road. So the car doesn't touch the road, the tires do. So the headline uses underlining to say, you're only safe as your tires. And the image cleverly removes the body of the car and just shows the tires. So this is a nice combination back in the day of um, a photograph with the drawing uh, melded together to make this image of like this mother and daughter driving in a seat, no car, but then the tires. So that is a really clever ad. Here's an interesting piece of wisdom. Uh, so I really like this quote. I heard it off a Lex Friedman podcast with Guido Van Rossum, the founder of the Python programming language, smart guy. He said, once you understand the motivation, reward, and punishment structure of any system, you can begin to control it. And so I actually once heard a very similar thing about dog training from Caesar Milan, you know, the, the dog whisperer guy. And he says that all dogs like at least one of these three different rewards, toys, food, and affection. And every dog will have at least one of those, maybe all of them. And once you know the type of reward a dog responds to best, it makes it much easier to train them. Also, dogs respond to different types of punishment. So for example, Hugsy, this dog I'm showing over here, likes toys, food, and affection, all of the above. This dog responds well to all of those things. Um, Sid, this other dog is more of like a pit bull. He primarily is motivated by food and is pretty meh on the rest. Like toys are kind of whatever affection is kind of whatever to him. And he's not really afraid of kind of like any physical threat. In fact, he likes kind of like rough housing and stuff like that. So this dog is just motivated by food first and foremost, so clearly. Then there's another dog I'm showing over here, mostly responds to affection, food and all that kind of stuff. Toys don't really, really excite him, but then affection does. So knowing the reward and punishment structure seems to help in any system, whether it's training neural networks, training dogs, raising kids, but cool quote. I like it. Here's something interesting. It's a funny term I overheard a doctor friend say, and she said um, a lot of her patients have million dollar P <laughs> and million dollar P refers to they take so many useless supplements that their 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 P is worth a million dollars. Like they're just taking all these supplements. They spend all this money on them and really none of them work. Um, she said like there are some supplements that work like just basic multivitamins, vitamin A, B, C, L, you know, those types of things. But then all these other things out there that are marketed, most of it for the most part seems to do about nothing. So million dollar P, interesting term I heard. Here is a, a picture of me uh, on a friend's balcony uh, working during like Christmas time. And I think this picture really sums up Christmas and new year's in Austin, because for the most part, it's just, it's cold enough to wear some long clothes occasionally, but warm enough to walk, work outside without freezing to death. Um, with the exception of these random cold snaps that we have where it's freezing for like two to three days. Um, Austin's a great place to be during the winter time. Cause you could, you kind of feel like it's Christmas because it's a little bit cool, but not cold enough that you need a parka. Here is an essay, and it's more of an idea that I submitted to the U.S. Department of Education, and that is crowdsourcing short-form videos for every subject in every grade from K first to 12th, 
and students can basically casually browse videos like TikToks um, as a supplement to their classes. So I've just noticed there's four short form video kind of taking over and people are like, oh, that's useless. But in reality, the reason that people like short form videos because it cuts out all the other crap and gets right to the kernel of truth that you really need. And you may not learn as much from a short form 30 second or one minute video as you would a 20 minute video, of course. However, in the meantime, while you're just browsing, maybe sitting on the toilet, maybe just killing a couple of minutes that you have in a waiting room, you can go through these videos really quick. And my idea is for the US Department of Education to put an X prize type thing out to make uh, videos for every single curriculum item there is in their entire repertoire. So here's an example. Here is a third grade language arts curriculum. And each week, there's 32 weeks in the curriculum, there's standard school year, and each thing has about five lessons, five to six, whatever lessons. And so what the what I am presenting is you put a reward out for $10,000 for the best short video on each section, right? So that means someone will make a video for each of these sections, for example, identifying story elements, um, or the next section, putting sentences in order, or forming compound words with pictures, or identifying the complete subject of a sentence. So instead of, you know, this boring titles like this, identifying the complete subject of a sentence and having kids read textbooks, I bet a really good educator with one minute of time can make an amazing TikTok or YouTube short or Instagram reel, they're all the same thing, can make an amazing short video explaining it with examples of how to do it. Right. And so what you do is you put a $10,000 prize for each section and you split it up. First place gets $6,000. Second place gets $3,000. Third place gets $1,000. And then you take the winning videos for each of these sections and add them to a playlist on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube shorts. And basically what you've done within a month of doing this and rewarding these things is taking the best videos, putting them all together in a playlist and allowing children or whoever needs help with, you know, this third grade reading, uh, to go through and watch these videos and quickly absorb things. So instead of making social media a liability for these students, you're making it kind of an asset. So let's do the quick math on it. The US Department of Education budget in 2022 was 636 billion. So it's nearly a trillion dollars, right? That's, that's a crazy amount. Um, each grade curriculum is 32 weeks, five lessons per week, roughly. So blah, 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 do all the math. That's 1920 lessons per, uh, per year. So if you take those 1920, sorry, if, if you take 1,920 lessons times $10,000 per prize, that's uh, $19 million. So a little less than 20 million bucks. So for 0.003% of the US education budget in one month, you can give high quality supplemental materials to every student in the country, technically the world, um, for every single grade that there is out there. So from grades K through 12, for 20 million bucks, you can get the best stuff in the world for everyone and let everyone put it, you, let them view it for free on any platform they want by, via a playlist. Now, crowdsourcing definitely works. This has been proven by the XPRIZE where they said, uh, we'll give $10 million to whoever does XYZ and they apply to all these engineering problems and all these teams will go, whoa, for the first time ever, it's economically viable to work on this project. And it gets done way faster. DARPA, one of the government subsidiaries, spent something like $10 billion on self-driving, but then they offered a $10 million DARPA award, like an X prize. And within one year, someone solved the problem, whereas they couldn't solve the problem in 10 years. So this is really, really cool. Uh, interesting analogy, my friend Sam Parr and uh, Sean, they offered $5,000 for anyone who could make clips of theirs viral from their podcasts. And it resulted in hundreds of clips, hundreds of creators competing, and hundreds of millions of views
use for just 5K. So when you crowdsource these problems, oftentimes they get solved very fast and much better than you know the government can do creating their own videos. So even if this program costs 5X or 10X what it's quoted here, it would still be an intensely efficient use of funds for education. And the cool thing is you can hold this competition every single year or whenever there are changes to a curriculum, let's say there's some new thing in science or whatever, you could update that and you'll get new content in, in like no time. Like there's, there's just no time delay for this when you have hundreds of creators working on it. So this program could bring a whole new generation of digital educators out. Like for example, a high school English teacher in Missouri, she probably teaches a couple periods of class every year. And let's say she educates a hundred students a year. Let's even double it to 200 students a year. Well, maybe she discovers that if she records some of these lessons and cuts them up into a little video, she could potentially educate millions of students around the world online rather than just a hundred students in person. So digital education through this method could advance very quickly. And I would hope that the government or someone would do it, but in reality, it could be some other uh, institution like the Khan Academy or something that takes this idea, gets the funds for it and runs with it. It would be amazing for the world. And finally, here is a sketch. So I, like I've said with these short form reels, uh, my content consumption has changed in the last few years pretty dramatically. I'd say I used to read mainly blog posts and now I'm viewing for every one blog post, probably hundreds of reels, TikToks, shorts, YouTube shorts, all that kind of stuff. And I've also noticed far more growth on my short videos than my blog posts recently. And, and you can see some of the stats on copywritingcourse.com slash blog on my recent post. So uh, quick question, how many blog posts do you read versus watching short form video? I'm curious to know your thoughts on it. And by the way, once again, grab a copywriting course for all of 2023. Uh, use our coupon code included in the blog post over here. My name is Neville Medora. I hope you have a great 2022. This is our last swipes email for 2022. And we'll come at you strong in 2023. If you ever have any um, recommendations or advice for me, please hit me up at neville at copywritingcourse.com. I read all of them. Please let me know. I will talk to you 